Hi, okay, there's going to be background noise for this episode because I am at the Welcome Collection and I'm going to do another one of those walking through the gallery, reacting to the exhibition reviews this time. I am here to see Teeth, which is a free exhibition that's running until the 16th of September. Um, right outside, there's a picture of some false teeth and the delightful slogan, a tooth in the head is worth 10 on the plate. So we're going to see what this exhibition is like and whether it's going to make dentistry fun or just be creepy. Um, there's no flash photography allowed, but you are allowed to take photos, which is interesting. Although right from the off, there's a little sign saying this exhibition contains human remains. Please do not photograph them, which I really, really appreciate. Actually, it's good to see an acknowledgement of the fact that the presence of human remains in an exhibition is a really touchy subject. I personally believe that Museums and galleries should not house human remains, but this is something that's quite a contentious issue. So it's good to see Welcome grappling with that right from the off. So we're sort of starting in the 18th century with the idea of dentistry as a profession. Um, the fact that dentists became more kind of commonly available and it wasn't just uh, the kind of horror show of having your tooth pulled by the blacksmith um, which is an interesting place to start I'm sure there are plenty of people who have deep-rooted dental fears and I hope that this exhibition will get into some of the kind of more unusual psychological aspects of this since that that's something that the welcome collection has done really well in the past they've um, often been really quite playful with the ways that they deal with um, psychology and its relationship to health. So, I'm in here with what seems to be a school group, so hopefully they will head out soon and things will be okay, they're leaving. Yep, great, cool. I'm just right from the off, really enjoying the language that this exhibition is using. So, throughout life, there are many moments when the connection between our teeth and our central nervous system feels uncomfortably direct, a sense reinforced by the toothy language that we use. We grit them, cut them, gnash them, lie through them, and hope to avoid them being set on edge. I think this is actually possibly just going to be a really fun exhibition. I hope so. So, the human remains are right at the start, which means that if you're planning on avoiding them, they're actually very, very difficult to miss. Um, as you come into the gallery, they are immediately on the left-hand side. Just a warning to visitors that might not want to see them. What is quite interesting about these, though, is that they are two skulls from the Museum of London by um, belonging to women who died around the same time in the early to mid-19th century. And one of them was clearly much wealthier than the other. So the wealthy woman was Mrs. Bampton Taylor, who had a, an example of very expensive dental work done during her lifetime, whereas the unnamed woman was uh, much poorer, was buried in the churchyard of Bridewell Debtors Jail, and there's no, we don't know what her name was, and she certainly didn't experience any dental care throughout her life. It's a way of showing immediately from the beginning that health is something that, although it should be available to all, is something frequently only accessed by people with significant privilege. There are quite a lot of frankly terrifying pieces of dental kit in here, and that's, um, yeah, super unpleasant, just really, really nasty. 
including a barber surgeon's chair. So I expect that plenty of people will not want to see this exhibition. Um, because of that, I'm finding it a little bit unsettling. And it's just a whole lot of teeth, honestly. It's the weirdest, weirdest exhibition. But this is something that the Welcome Collection do really well, is that they'll take something quite niche and unusual and turn it into a really fascinating exhibition. I loved their show about um, the history of uh, the science and representation of sex, which was a really interesting exploration of psychology and identity. They often have um, really good free displays. This is a free exhibition, but their Medicine Man Gallery is often really, really interesting. They do a lot of great talks and workshops here and things like that. But yeah, it's not a collection for the faint of heart. So something that's always a hilarious part of the Welcome's permanent collection is the fact that they have Napoleon's toothbrush, um, Henry Welcome, whose collection the museum is based off collected some really weird things. He was a total eccentric, extravagantly wealthy. That was the sort of thing that he wanted to do. And so there are some really interesting um, things in this exhibition, like the dentures of William IV and Napoleon's toothbrush and George Washington's dentures as well. It's, it's really funny and strange to see. There's been a lot of discussion recently um, specifically speculation that some of uh, Washington's dentures may have been made using the teeth of enslaved people. I don't think there's any hard evidence for this, but it's certainly a really critical thing to be conscious of, and I'm slightly surprised that the Welcome Collection haven't mentioned it at all. Something else um, curious about this is that there's a portrait of Elizabeth I and a mention of the fact that she had black teeth from how much she loved sugar. So if anyone's been on one of my tours, you'll know that we often start with Elizabeth and start with exactly this point, that we talk so much about her consumption of sugar and this kind of luxury obsession with sugar that people had during her reign. And then there's no follow-up discussion of where the sugar came from. And something I'm already seeing in this exhibition is that it is incredibly Eurocentric. There is no context for Elizabethan sugar. There's no mention of the fact that it was available to her because of growing uh, trade routes and more and more imports from around the world. Um, so it's a real shame that they have uh, chosen not to engage with that, given that it's such a critical part of this history. And, you know, the history of sugar is a really important part of the history of modern medicine and the world and if anyone's read um, Sidney Mintz's book Sweetness and Power that is a fantastic introduction to the history of sugar its representation and its use as a symbol of power and status and the way people have engaged with that over time I would have really really liked to see a little more engagement with that here given that obviously this is not an exhibition about sugar but it is an exhibition about teeth and you do really have to bring it up there are more, frankly, terrifying dental tools and drills here, which I'm going to skip past just because they're extremely unpleasant. Um, I'm finding them really, just really alarming. There are some hilarious toothpaste adverts here, including two by the uh, Benanka brand. 
which is a Swiss brand, and these both date from the 1940s. One shows a pearl in an oyster shell, which is, you know, all about making your teeth pearly. But the other one is frankly hysterical, and it shows a squirrel brushing its teeth. I'm going to try and take a photo of this and put it online, but this is honestly so delightful and so strange. There are a lot of... um, large models of teeth and things like that which are super creepy obviously Um, but something that is worth mentioning is that actually the exhibition furniture in this space is fantastic it's all like slightly weird NHS pastels like bright blues and pale minty greens and kind of salmon pink and stuff with like these splashes of yellow as well and it really does give the whole space this kind of 1970s hospital vibe which is extremely atmospheric for the exhibition like I'm sure anyone who will come to this space if they are have ever experienced healthcare in the UK will be really familiar with these types of aesthetics and it's kind of hilarious and compelling um there's also a wall which is utterly delightful of letters to and from the tooth fairy um (laughs) which is extremely sweet and there's a little note on the wall saying the elusive tooth fairy goes by many names letters posing questions seeking reimbursement or offering excuses sometimes even get a reply and they are letters written by a lot of children from London Um, and you can share yours on the Welcome Collection website which is extremely sweet it's a great example of the community collecting and participation that the Welcome Collection is so good at It's a fantastic way of getting people to feel involved. Something I do really appreciate in this exhibition is the way that they are crossing time. So in the display about uh, children's teeth, there's an example of a coral teething toy, which is obviously a historic object, alongside a squishy um, rubber giraffe. So to see this 19th century silver and coral teether is a really great way of kind of Again, something that the Welcome Collection do really, really well is showing that their collection is all about the kind of meaning of humanity and the experience of that. So to see, to see that rendered in the exhibition is always extremely charming. I think they do something great when they focus on kind of universal experiences. There is obviously the danger of universalizing, which would be to focus on the fact that, oh, we're all humans and to ignore differences. And that's something that does need to be addressed in this exhibition as I've already said it's very western Um, it's very much focused on dental history in Europe and the representations of that but it is also really interesting to see differences across time and some across social status Um, for example there's a little corner focused on kind of dentist fear dental anxiety which has testimonials from people that provide community care to children who are too anxious to see a dentist on their own. And that's a fantastic initiative to represent in this space, to show that it's not all just kind of horror and tooth pulling. And I imagine there are plenty of people that will come to this exhibition and feel frightened of that. So to have a little mention of that, to contextualize it in the corner is really excellent, I think. As someone who has had not insignificant dental interventions in my life, I've had braces and retainers and all sorts, I do genuinely find this really interesting. Like, I'm deeply, deeply fascinated by the history of dentistry. This isn't quite like 
enough of an exhibition to make it fun. But there are some really interesting um, little kind of narratives and great ways of engaging with this narrative. So something that I think is a fantastic example is um, a little display of tooth prosthetics and adornments, which includes a Mayan jade tooth inlay, which dates from around uh, 500 to 1000 CE, which is presented alongside 2018 tooth veneers, like whitened um, covers for your teeth to make them look more perfect, and uh, grills. And there is a little mention of the fact that the kind of embellishment and aesthetic of grills has been uh, appropriated a very kind of fleeting mention to cultural appropriation in that context, which is fascinating to see and kind of a promising sign for the Welcome Collection engaging with that. Um, there's also a video uh, by a artist called Solange Garcia uh, describing the process of creating grills, which is really, really interesting to see. And yeah, it's good. It's good that there's this kind of contemporary aspect that's present in the exhibition. And to see even just a fleeting mention of cultural appropriation is pretty rare in a major museum or art gallery. So good on them for that, I guess. So the thing in this exhibition I have found most moving is actually the photograph of patient toothbrushes from the Hudson River State Hospital in Poughkeepsie, New York. So this is a photo by the photographer Christopher Payne um, documenting the the remains of American state mental institutions and what's kind of left behind after these spaces are abandoned. So this is a photograph showing the standard issue toothbrushes, each of them printed with the name of a resident in the hospital and stuck on the handle. Um, it's surprisingly emotional to look at actually because it speaks to this incredibly it speaks to this incredibly mundane uh, act. We all brush our teeth and it's an incredibly intimate moment. It's a moment when you can feel quite vulnerable. I don't know. There's something about that kind of performance of hygiene and personal care in front of another individual that can feel really, really intimate and really private. And so to see that institutionalized and then abandoned, I'm finding it a lot more moving than I expected to. The photograph is quite striking, the brightly colored toothbrushes against the crumbling paint. But more than that, I think this is touching something, something of a kind of feeling of exposure. And yeah, it, it's a very, very intimate experience. Um, I don't really know what to say about this other than it's making me feel things in a surprisingly profound way. There hasn't been much of that kind of engagement with psychology that I said I was hoping for right at the beginning. Um, and there certainly hasn't been a huge amount about the sort of cultural um, understandings. I would have liked to see a little more about things like uh, representations of teeth in the context of, for example, um, popular culture. As many of you will know, I have a deep-rooted fascination with cannibalism and the way that kind of consumption is performed in cultural identities and social identities. And so to see more about teeth and in particular things focusing on um, that history from a non-European, non-Western perspective would have been really, really welcome. In the absence of that, I'm finding myself nearly crying over a photograph of toothbrushes. And there's something 
I'm clearly projecting a lot of feelings onto this, but it's a very private scene and it feels kind of violating to have it presented as part of this institutional everyday. So, yeah, that's a surprisingly profound experience. So I've just come out of the exhibition and as is the case with most welcome things, the way that the display is presented is fairly conventional. It's a pretty standard um, objects and pictures kind of display. You can sort of walk around the main pieces. There are some really nice uh, elements of the design of the exhibition, but it's nothing hugely thrilling. What makes it really unusual is its content and the fact that this is an entire exhibition focusing on teeth and their history and I've kind of got to the point of semantic saturation where I can't say the word teeth anymore because it just feels really strange. I found this exhibition interesting. It's a free display, which is great. And the permanent collections at the Welcome Collection are really, really interesting. So Medicine Man is about the private collection of Henry Welcome. Again, just as a warning, it does contain human remains, which is something that is extremely upsetting to come across in an exhibition space if you're not prepared. I do often really like the free displays here. They have a great bookshop. They have an amazing reading room where you can go and kind of rifle through uh, open shelf collections and just spend some time. If, you, if you're looking for somewhere near Euston to spend some time, I highly recommend the Welcome Collection. So it's not a screaming endorsement for this exhibition, but it's certainly an interesting thing to experience if you have the stamina for it, if you have the stomach for it. Um, and if you don't have any uh, deep-rooted dental anxieties, I should really see what happens to my, my dreams after visiting this exhibition. And maybe I'll have to update this if I have any truly horrifying nightmares in response to this exhibition. But in the meantime, yeah, it's interesting and it's worth seeing. So if you are in London, the Welcome Collections exhibition on teeth runs until the 16th of September. Come and have a look, I guess. Thank you. Um, so this has been another one of the short live art review pieces that I've been doing throughout August. I've let the ball drop a little bit, but I am back in full swing now. I hope you've enjoyed this. If you have, you can always get in touch with me via the Facebook page. Drop me a message on Twitter, which is AA Proctor with an E. You can get in touch via the website, which is theexhibitionist.org. Or you can drop me an email at exhibitionistpod at gmail.com. And I really love to hear from people. If you want to leave a rating or a review on iTunes, that is always amazing and it helps new people find me. But yeah, having said that, I love getting feedback from listeners. So if you have any thoughts or comments, please send them my way. And thank you to everyone who's got in touch to let me know what they think of these new formats as well. I really, really appreciate it. Um, that's it from me. So yeah, see you soon. Bye.